0: And welcome to the first episode of the Cedar Country Podcast. I'm RJ. And I'm Ray. And, uh, yeah, this is our podcast. So, if you don't know who we are, which makes sense, we're pretty normal people on the internet... Uh, We are involved in another podcast called Realms and Nerds. It's a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast, which if that string of words doesn't make you as happy as I am to hear them, then it's probably not a podcast for you. But it's basically kind of a collaborative storytelling podcast. Uh, If you have come to this podcast because of that podcast, hello, welcome, thank you for joining us in this excursion.
1: You're in a really really weird demographic that we're also
0: in you're in an incredibly small demographic that we also happen to happily fit into so uh basically this first episode i mean the whole podcast is going to be more conversational uh definitely way more than our D D podcast is uh but uh this first episode in particular Particular, we're uh, gonna be talking. Nice words. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be uh, just talking about uh, what our podcast is gonna be about. So, I if if you're the kind of person to do this, you could peg this as kind of one of those edutainment podcasts because there's definitely gonna be some talking about uh, history and stuff. Uh, but it's, I mean, we're also gonna be talking about like what's new and like the news and things. And before we go any further, I'm going to admit that it felt like kind of an omen that today when I was uh, working, I honestly had the uh, Little Nas Old Town Road stuck repeating in my head today. <laughs> Boy, was that an experience. Uh, uh, but fortunately, uh, for- yeah, Ray Ray's not a big fan of Old Town Road by any means. It, I think it's all right until it gets stuck in your head on repeat mm, and you're yeah. like, this is just a hot mess
1: Uh uh-huh yeah it's it's just it's an okay song but it's way too catchy like the beat is too catchy and the words are too easy and it gets stuck too easy i don't don't in your head
0: i I don't think yeah it's it's an all right song i i do prefer the i mean it's only like it's not even two minutes long but i do prefer the version that has mr billy ray cyrus in there but uh only only marginally more it's it's not like he revolutionizes the track. the The nice thing though is eventually got unstuck from my head because I was talking with some of my coworkers who are also fans of country music, and we started talking about concerts we went to. and She was like, "Yeah, the best one I've ever been to is Chris Stapleton." And I was like, "Oh, lucky." Mm. Yeah, it's. She was like, She's like, "I don't even want to know how much my parents paid for it because it was like a birthday gift for her for that concert." I was like, "Man." But she was jealous that my first concert was right? That's something we could talk about. Have you ever like what's your what's your concert experience? I guess I'll talk about mine first because it's really short. So there was a pseudo. It's not exactly country, but it definitely had influence of like roots music, which is what I guess you call old time music. You know what roots music is? Yeah, yeah? I got you. For for, for our listening audience, who may not know what roots music is. Uh. I mean, the name kind of implies that it's a root of a lot of popular music of today. Primarily, uh, you like your Bob Dylan, like folk, like it's also called folk music. But when people think folk music nowadays, they're usually thinking something more like Bob Dylan, which is a different kind of folk than roots, but is heavily influenced by it as is uh, country and bluegrass. Uh, so although bluegrass is kind of a spinoff of country itself so that's that's me getting in my mm-hmm. little history nerd self about it. but anyways, this is kind of like a roots band uh, with um definitely had kind of religious undertones in the music. Uh, well, I mean it's not bad. I'm just saying like it's it definitely like all the songs definitely had kind of a spiritualistic message in them or, or lyrics or whatever it was pretty good it was I don't remember this was years ago I saw him I saw him here uh, in our hometown. Uh, at a little place called the Kent Theater. Um, the band was called, I think, Rosemary 3. So um, that was the first and last time I ever heard of them. It was a pretty decent show. But the only other country music concerts I've ever been to uh, were the past couple of years I would go to the Van Andel Arena, and I saw Miranda Lambert, uh, and I saw uh, Brad Paisley was the other concert I went to. And we don't need to go into depths about those. That, that could be a topic itself for another day is our country concert experience. But how about you, Ray?
1: Short, sweet, and to the point. I've never been to a country concert before. We
0: have got to change that. Mm. There's there's a concert coming up with Willie Nelson and Allison Krauss, and I would love to go to that show. We tried. We actually tried earlier this year to make it to some concerts, uh, like the Alan Jackson concert. Oh, Kenny Chesney. Oh, but unfortunately, uh, it was just college got in the way for me financially and time wise, and work. So I wasn't. I couldn't make it to either of the concerts. So.
1: Yeah, and uh, getting married is kinda putting a damper on
0: my financials too, for sure. So as as we mentioned, it's gonna be kind of an edutainment, and a lot of that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just like read through the entire list because I don't want to like spoil things. But to give you guys an idea of some of the ideas I've put down for episode topics that we have talked about. This was going to be kind of where we're going to start after this week. Uh, The way I have it here is written differently than how it's probably going to be, but my note I have history of country music by decade. My plan is to go back and look at the influences on country music because country music has only really existed since about the 1920s, but we're going to go way back into previous centuries. Like we're going to go back to like the 14th century and things. A lot of traditional tunes, some Old Irish tunes and English tunes, some songs that are now considered children's music, like uh, "The Farmer in the Dell" and things like that. A lot of those definitely have had influence on uh, what became country music. And we're just going to be kind of going through that, and then the actual history of country music after it began up until now. Maybe uh, we might not do those all in a row. Depends on how I go with my research. Uh, I'm. St- I haven't had a ton of time because I had finals come up and kick me in the butt right there at the end. But like different genres of music, we could have like subgenres: Western, Bluegrass, uh, Southern Rock. Then we could we have an uh, idea for an episode where we just talk about what our favorite songs and artists are. Although I guess we're gonna probably just cover that here. So <laughs> yeah, that's probably um, ideas about this could be two different ones, like kind of a history and about the Grand Ole Opry and the Ryman Auditorium, the Mother Church of Country Music or just Nashville, we have, um, oh, Landmark Country Albums is a thing to talk about. Basically, we uh, there, I have other ideas I haven't written down yet. I'm actually going to add one right now that I've definitely been thinking about it.
1: I was also thinking that maybe we could do, like, a whole podcast about, like, the different really big stars, like oh, Hank,
0: Willie. Yeah, yeah and, like an episode dedicated to, that was another one we definitely talked about. But yeah, go, go ahead and explain, like, the idea with that.
1: Like there are so many humongous stars of mm. the country music genre, like mm. Hank, like Willie
0: Nelson, Dolly Parton, Dolly
1: Parton, Johnny Cash, big Harris. We could like dedicate an entire episode to them, and well,
0: episodes. This is some of them have like Tammy Wynette, such such big names and histories that we could dedicate entire episodes, just kind of talk, like basically a biography episode. Um, and then there are ones that are sort of smaller that could be connected that we might do as like an episode together but well, I, I think there's too much there to just pile all the big names of country music into one episode. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. it might end up it's like, this is really for us just kind of uh, we're kind of feeling this out as we go along, kind of uh, testing the waters, seeing what works, what doesn't. So no, no promises as to like how things turn out, but let's talk about, what are some of your favorite, like, uh, artists or songs or albums in country music and, you know, it's related groups of music?
1: Well, you know me, I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. Anybody from the Highwaymen, like mm. Willie Nelson, I, I just, I like that older stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, And Johnny Cash's last few albums, the American. The
0: American, yeah, American 4. I have American 4, I think. I love that album.
1: Yeah, all of those were brilliant, how, how gritty he was in his last little while. A song that's really stuck with me throughout the last little while is Hurt by Johnny Cash. Ooh. And when a band as established as Nine Inch Nails says, yeah, you did it better than me.
0: That's, yeah, that's so- that's oh, saying something.
1: Yeah. I was raised on Alan Jackson, my dad loved Alan Jackson, we there's a local station around here B93 and my dad always had mm. it on B93.
0: Shout out to B93. I grew up listening to B I love B93. I guess if I were to split it into your like older generation of music and your still kind of I would say quote relevant unquote artists like Brad Paisley is probably my number 1 still modern artist and obviously both of the artists are still um around even though uh, the other artist isn't like really making anything um i guess i'll just say it's randy travis due to his stroke that he had and he's still recovering from that Uh, but he still makes his appearances everywhere and goes and supports like the local not local well local to him i guess but the up-and-coming artists like cody jinks and all those guys that are playing covers of his music at the shows he'll like come on stage or go and visit them after the show and just tell them how much like it means that like they're how much his music meaning to them that they would perform it means to him if that makes sense i couldn't figure out the better way to say that so that's a compliment that's really really cool man yeah that's really cool but yeah randy travis is i grew up on i grew up on randy travis honestly speaking growing up i grew up on uh, more of modern country music, kind of, I would say, probably 80s to present at the time. So this is, you know, late 90s into the early, mid-2000s. I will admit, I distinctly remember one time when I was younger, uh, we had this, like every house in the late 90s or early 2000s does, we had one of those like six, Sony like six disc tray with like mm-hmm. the speakers in our family room, and I would definitely, definitely jam along... My little five-year-old self was, like, jamming along the best I could with some Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who's better have your boots been under? Man, I feel like a woman. All that. Where, she? Where has she been? She, um, I don't remember offhand what she had been doing, but she just recently came back with, like, a new album and a big tour. You don't remember the tour that just came through GR, like, last year? And, oh,
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She, she was, she's very good.
1: She she was an icon that like she she got she got me a little warm underneath the collar when, yeah, <laughs> that was that was uh, that was little rays. Uh,
0: that was your celebrity crush. Yeah, growing up. Oh yeah. Um, but I I listen to a wide variety of artists as in like the time frame, So I I'll, I'll listen to Hank and Hank Jr. Johnny Cash. I love Johnny Cash as well. I mean, if you like country music, you don't like Johnny Cash. What are you doing with your life? <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Alan Jackson is super good. Uh, but a lot of newer artists too, like Luke Bryan, Chris Young, Tim McGraw, though he's not super new. Scotty McCreary. I really like Scotty McCreary. I haven't actually listened all the way through. I'll admit, I haven't listened through his first album since he was on, what was it, American Idol? I don't know, whichever show he was on that made Maybe him famous. Maybe on the X Factor No, I don't think like it was that? X Factor. Maybe it was the, I don't think, was it The Voice? The Voice, yeah, the probably The Voice. voice. No, no, I think it was American Idol. Yeah. I want to say American Idol. I don't mm-hmm. remember, but it just happened to be the right time. He released the single uh, Five More Minutes back about two, three years ago, and that was shortly before my uh, grandpa passed away, and that song really stuck with me his last verse kind of talks about uh Scotty's experience with his grandfather passing away uh and so that really kind of struck a chord with me as as did the entirety uh growing up I'd listen to um the soundtrack for the movie Oh Brother Where Art Thou like that whole oh, that yeah. whole that whole soundtrack makes me think of him and I just I love that soundtrack to death
1: Say, man I could I love that movie that that the whole oh when I first saw it i didn't understand it but i know i i know Mm. that i liked it
0: yeah for sure and my little brain didn't understand the odyssey (laughs) what's going on the the whole siren scene what's going on that i mean that part i kind of understood it was it was like the end when like the flood happened i was like what wait this doesn't even make sense but i mean it, it ties in i guess with the odyssey i don't remember it's been a long time since i read the odyssey i haven't even we read like we did a condensed version of it in school, so I don't know offhand. I just know it's based on the Odyssey.
1: Oh my gosh, dude! I never even thought about that. Yeah,
0: it is the film. The film is a Depression era adaptation of the Odyssey by I, Homer.
1: I mean, now looking back and seeing like John Goodman's character yep. and all that kind He's of stuff. He's the Cyclops.
0: It totally. I think oh. that's even like the the name in the casting form is the Cyclops. Oh, dude. It's yeah, it's super good. Anyways, back to what we were originally talking about. Chris Stapleton is really good. Uh, I don't know if any of his, if he, if he has any released any albums or LPs or songs released prior to Traveler, but I have all his Traveler and his from from a room, uh, both a and or one and two. I guess I don't know. I guess is a the same session, but like split into two albums. I don't know much about it. I just I all I know is I have all three albums. They're literally sitting right over there but, um, there's a lot of artists I really like, but, like, Alison Krause is another artist I super love. Oh, another album I really love ties into both Alison Krause and Johnny Cash is the, um, Johnny Cash Forever Words, which was, um, it isn't a Johnny Cash album in the fact that, like, it's him singing, because, uh, but it's based, it's his lyrics or it's his words. Cause it was things like poems and letters and unpublished music that he had made that other artists like Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss and, uh, Willie Nelson and why oh, am a blanking on? I don't know, but there's, there was like a ton of artists that had, uh, been involved in that, um, Casey, no, not, was it Casey Musgraves? No, it wasn't Casey Musgraves. Was it? Okay, now I, this is some I gotta look up because that's gonna bug me. But that, that album I really <clears throat> love because I mean, it's based on the not the book of collected things that his son put together, I think. Speaking of Johnny Cash, since we both really love him, have you heard his, uh, I think other than, other than the last one in the American series, which is American Six, which he was the last one he recorded and then was released shortly after he passed away, like a couple of years, like 2006. Have you heard, as far as I know, the only posthumous album they've released of his? No. Out Among the Stars. It's very good. It's, uh, um, if I were to place, I don't know. I can't remember offhand. It's been a while since I read about it, but I believe it's recordings from about the eighties. Cause there's definitely one of my favorite tracks is, uh, if I told you who it was, uh, and the whole track is like a story that he tells about going and seeing somebody at the, the Grand Ole Opry. But he's like, if I, if I told you who it was, if I told you who it was, you'd say I was making it up. And it's never they never say who it is but if you don't know who it is by the end of the song then you don't know much about the history of country music tank isn't it no, no? it's uh it's Minnie pearl oh because okay. of the because at the end of the song it, it it's her going howdy i'm just so proud to be here to meet you i don't remember what exactly what the but it's definitely it's her signature howdy and i was like ah that's a clever song i really liked it but it's a it's a bunch of previously unreleased songs and uh, one of them i think is actually just a live session of uh him and uh i think waylon jennings doing uh i'm moving on not the not the rascal flat song but the um 18 wheeler rolling down the Mm -hmm. tracks is it yep that one Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's a studio or like a live It's, I can't really tell because it's so polished that it sounds like it's a, I think it's a studio recording, but they just kept some of the, it's like one of those ones where they keep some of the like pre stuff where they're, where they're they're kind of chatting a little bit. Like they're jamming. Not quite jamming. jamming. It's more, um, I think, I think Johnny cracks a joke, I believe It's, it's a, it's a very good album. I really like it, but yeah, uh. Oh, I was right. Chris Christopherson, going back to the Forever Words, he was involved. In, yes, it was Casey Musgraves, and it's Rustin Kelly and Casey Musgraves. But Chris Cornell uh, was one of the last things he did before he passed away was he recorded a song for it. T Bone Burnett, who was the producer of the Old Brother Where Art Thou. But anyways, anything did you that- like to add for your your artists you like and things?
1: Um, I like things that are a little darker, a little bluesier, so like mm. the Steel Drivers and like the older, the newer stuff from Johnny Cash. That's right up my freaking alley
0: yeah it's super good i can't i don't know if you'd call it a problem or a blessing but the fact that i'm very much into so many there isn't i have yet to find a country song that i've listened to and decided i don't like this at all I, there's always something i find redeeming and can enjoy about country music i i think it would be hard pressed for me to find a country music song i didn't like there are a couple that i've been like eh, including old town road where it's like yeah and, and, like, I think there was, like, a Dan and Chase song that I heard that I was like, eh. But for the most part, everything I hear, I really like. But I also I also don't really, uh, uh I don't listen to live radio as much. Like, uh, I love B93, but I don't listen to them as much as I used to. I primarily get news about, like, hear new songs through social media I'll, I'll be going through there and they're like hey this artist has released a song i'm like cool and then i'll go listen to it i'm like wow i really like it and then i get that album or i get that song and that's how i kind of get my new music for the like the what's up and coming and still fresh and new
1: see i, I wish i had as open of mind as you because i i despise pro country i despise no, not a Jason Co- Co- man. no i have no, every single one of his albums no. like uh, jason l dean florida georgia
0: wine they just like i, I can't Jared Newman, i can drink that at oh, all yeah not. i can't i can't do it i, I can't do i can it. jam to those a lot of those are really good for like summer drives or like chilling at the beach so i i like to make plays but i have like i have one for like going to the beach Like, I have a going to the beach playlist. I actually have, and I'll have, like, sub-playlists. Like, I'll have that, and then I'll have one that's specifically just country music about being at the beach or going to the beach. And, yes, most of it, in fact, I would say almost all of it is what you would call modern, I guess. Can we take a quick break? Yeah, if you need to go to the bathroom. I need,
1: well, I need to answer a phone call and probably use the restroom real quick.
0: Okay. Hey everybody, this is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms & Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. So, uh, while we were on our little break there, I happened to hop onto social medias and saw that today is actually the 30th anniversary of the passing of Keith Whitley. Which, like, Wow. Like the coincidence could not be crazier. You know Keith Whitley as I'm taking you don't know who he is. No, no, no idea. Hold on, let me. Um,
1: I have a feeling that this is mostly gonna be you going, "Hey, look at this thing," and me going,
0: "Wow, that's really cool." So, anyways, Keith Whitley was a, you. I mean, he's obviously a country music singer, popular in the like, uh, I think, late '70s to '80s. Uh, He passed away in, uh, obviously, like I said, 30 years ago to the day, because he he passed away on May 9th, 1989.
1: Um, Okay. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's he's way before us.
0: Yeah. Well, Um,
1: not way before, but...
0: He was married to uh, country singer Lori Morgan. His most popular hits were uh, When You Say Nothing At All, No Stranger To The Rain, I Wonder Do You Think Of Me, It Ain't Nothing, those two... I wonder if you think of me and Ain't Nothing where post releases that album was. He had passed away due to uh alcohol poisoning. Uh he he was he definitely was an alcoholic, apparently. Um
1: That's a really big problem in this sort of scene too. I feel yeah. like drugs and alcohol are
0: Yeah, not drugs in the country music scene, um premature deaths primarily like the like I'd say behind Hank Williams, Keith Whitley is probably the most famous i guess infamous um i mean he's the most famous country music artist behind hank to have passed away due to his alcoholism at least that i'm aware of but yeah so today is the 30th anniversary of his passing that's a huge coincidence but like that's he's definitely he's definitely one of the better artists i've heard particularly from that period And i would have loved to he he has kind of uh when I listen to him, it's it's kind of a similar sound to like Alan Jackson, in my opinion. He has that kind of, definitely has that like neo traditional kind of. See, I wonder, sound to him.
1: I wonder if Alan Jackson was inspired by him
0: to I become no a idea. country artist. Actually, something I do know about Alan Jackson is that um, he was before he became uh, famous in his own right, he was uh, a songwriter for Andy Travis
1: what yeah
0: he I know for sure the one I know he wrote for sure because they did a duet together of on the anniversary collection um, and the album was a couple of new songs but mostly uh, re-recordings of Randy's hits and uh, one of them was a a mashup of two songs and that was the one he did with Alan Jackson it was a mashup of Randy Travis's hit Better class of losers and Alan Jackson said she's got the rhythm and I've got the blues both songs were written by alan jackson who before he became popular was a songwriter for randy so the it it makes sense why the songs could mesh well together uh it's really good i really like the way that they did that track but that's so that's that's a fun thing i know is that like while while i don't know if alan jackson was influenced by keith whitley i do know that he definitely wrote songs for andy travis I'm a big fan
1: of um, Alabama too.
0: Oh, how could I? How did I forget Alabama? My dad is such a huge. My dad has, my dad has the their album called "Like a River." Yeah, this it, on CD. This is an album where, so on on I when I import CDs, I have to get all the information online, particularly the album art. So, because I'm very organized like that, very meticulous, yeah, very I meticulous. Getcha. But for that album, I had to scan the C D cover thing from my dad's C D because the the only album cover I could find on the internet from that was a low resolution picture of the cassette cover for it. Like that's how that's how rare it's not I don't know if it's their rarest album, but it's one of their rarest albums. It's it's
1: Yeah, my fiance went to an Alabama concert which was supposed to be in quotations, one of their their last con- was that, their uh, last concert tour. How long ago was this? I know it was around when she was like fifteen. Okay. So
0: and she's twenty four now. Because my parents have also went and saw them on their quote their farewell. It was the American Farewell Tour. I even have the CD, the American Farewell Tour, <laughs> and it was it was from two thousand three. And they released an album in 2015, which, other than their... They released a Christmas album, uh, I think, 2016 or 2017. But other than Christmas albums, that was their last... It was 2015 Southern Draw. Do you
1: you ever think they're going to stop touring? Because they keep saying, oh, yeah, we're going to stop touring. Um, And then they start
0: touring again. Well, they definitely... So, they're still touring for sure, but it's not always. So, yeah. April 2017, Jeff so that he was going to reduce the shows he appeared on, uh, because he has Parkinson's. So it makes performing harder for him. So they've definitely, I don't know if they've slowed down their touring or not, but he doesn't always perform. It depends on how he feels. It's kind of a night to night. Like, Hey, I can do it tonight. No, I can't do it tonight. So also, so I have a friend who does music tech or well, he does live tech. So like also political stuff and things like that, but it's basically, he does like, uh, you know, you know, miking and stuff. And, uh, mixing and things at live events. So he's been, he's been backstage for Alabama before. So he's got to, I don't know if he met any of the members, but obviously it's not like a VIP fan kind of deal where you're like, you're there to meet them for the sake of like a fan meeting an artist. It's like he was working. So he's working the show, so obviously he's not there to chat and have fun. He's there to do his job, but he's still got to be backstage for Alabama.
1: I mean, like, we were both um, drama kids, but even, like, the atmosphere in the background, like, I can't even imagine being in the being in the atmosphere of
0: that. Dude, that would just be sweet. It, yeah, for sure. I've definitely, I don't know if it's something I would do, but uh, it's, it's definitely, it's a thing for sure.
1: Two other songs that have really like I've listened to that really stick out to me, "Little Red Rodeo." I think that dad, my dad, even like called up B ninety three and had them play it just for me and him. That's awesome. Yeah, it was that's one of those memories like. Like we listened to that stuff, we'd we'd have B ninety three pump bumping while we were uh, working on cars and junk like that. Another song that I've I just I just listened to recently that my um my soon to be father in law brought me into listening to, the wreck of the Ella Fitzgerald.
0: Oh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. I've been. I'm a by, rip- Gor- by Gordon Lightfoot, right? Yeah, I love Class- I lo- classic folk song. Michigan yeah. is such a big like
1: our like we I mean, have such a big folklore for um oh, shipwrecks and whatnot. Yeah. So I, I love I, I love definitely, I love hearing about shipwrecks and whatnot. Would, so that song is right I in my wheelhouse. I definitely
0: love to take time to take an episode to talk about Michigan and country music since that's kind of you know, where we're based. We're we're if it's not obvious so we're from Michigan and I just there's definitely it's not not nearly as rich as say like Nashville. I mean, clearly, nothing's as rich as Nashville or Bristol, Tennessee, but, with country music, or even California. But like, there's definitely a history between Michigan and country music. So there's, there's, I definitely would love to like have an episode dedicated to that.
1: It's there's just a different mystique with country music in Michigan. I, I it's, it's
0: like. So it's definitely um it's in the sphere of country music but same with the Edmund Fitzgerald it's not strictly it's more that's more of like a, a folk song kind of deal
1: but there's a folk music and country music they're, they're intertwined. Interlap, yeah. yeah they're, they're
0: not yeah I definitely I, I'm very open with my country music playlist <laughs> I don't I don't know like there's there' a band I'll say from uh I'd imagine they're from I don't I don't know a lot about them I only know about them because my dad has a couple CDs by them They're from, like, the 80s or 90s, um, maybe even early 2000s. But it's definitely something that, like, I include in my country music playlist. Stylistically, though, I think it's about as different from country without, while still being, like, something that I'm like, yeah, that fits country as Cajun music is to country music. And that's, I don't know what to call it genre-wise, because it's definitely not, like, big. Like, Cajun music is big. But it's <laughs> it's an artist called De Yupers. The spelling for the band is D-A, and then the second word is Y-O-O-P-E-R-S. Da Yupers. So for many of you who probably don't understand what that name means, it's slang. Um so duh being a uh, slang for the the, the kind of the lower canada minnesota wisconsin northern michigan area i mean obviously northern minnesota northern wisconsin but maybe all of minnesota i don't know see this is stereotyping but it's all it's that kind of accent and so the sounds like duh you're going out to the barn today so that that's where the so duh youpers and then youper is a slang term by Michiganders for the people that live up in the north part of Michigan. Michigan is separated by a bridge called the Mackinac Bridge. It's into two peninsulas, the the upper peninsula and the lower peninsula. Although, and I don't know, I think it has to do with the fact that LP is a term for a long play, like a long play record. It might be why no one refers to the where we live as the LP, but the upper peninsula is often referred to as the UP. So people that live up in the UP are often referred to as UPers
1: whereas people, whereas people the-
0: well, yes we're referred to as trolls because we live under the bridge but <laughs> i love that it's so dumb but I, yeah <laughs> I, 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 got, I got handed to michiganders but so so that's what a youper is who lives in the, the upper peninsula so you imagine the uh the slang of the upper peninsula or you know that area lower canada and all that and that's kind of uh, the idea of the... It's it's a comedy music group called Deupers. And they they have at least two albums. I don't know. They, they aren't really big. I don't know where my dad got the CDs. He's had them as long as I can remember. But they're super funny. I love the track, uh, The Second Week of Deer Camp. There's It's actually two parts, and they're both very good. I like the first one better, but they're both... Very, very good. One of the albums that the last half kind of turns into a like Christmas album because there's a cover of uh, uh, Jingle Bells called Rusty Chevrolet.
1: Oh, yeah, I know that song, I know that song very
0: well. That's the that's by the Youpers. So, that's kind of that's about without being that's that's kind of the sub genre of country music that is unique to like us and like our kind of area. I know there's somewhere in in the state there's a Michigan Country Music Hall of Fame, which is about f- people related to country music from Michigan.
1: Yeah, that'd be a that'd be another really cool topic. To that, that's what I was Man, saying. Dude, I'm yeah. Going,
0: I, yeah, we I, that that's like a that's a that's that's a topic for another day. Going deeper into the connection between that. I'm just I'm just kind of like saying, hey. There is a connection. We have connections with country music, but no. So, um, I wanted to—I don't remember where it led to—but I was gonna bring up. There's a YouTuber I really like. I really like named Grady Smith. He, I guess, has worked with some like bigger name, like new music news. I don't know if it was like Rolling Stone or that name sounds very else. familiar. But he does. He 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 talks about country music on his YouTube channel. Like, uh, I I learned of him because I saw a video that was talking about. It was like the, the title was like the beat that's killing country music. It was talking about the, uh, the, the snap something that's like prevalent in a lot of modern, a lot of recent rele- releases that you hear on the radio that have instead of, you know, like a, a live drum thing instead, you have an artificial drum track in the back. So you might have, it's basically like hip hop drum beat kind of thing in the back or it's like the snap clap or something like that. If you take the time, uh, as tedious as it might be for you, Ray, if you take the time and listen to some, uh, like, country radio hits, you'll definitely notice in the underlying music. And it's definitely it's definitely a beat that's... Uh, I would agree with him on the fact that, as a genre, it definitely doesn't, like, add much to it. And it definitely isn't... It isn't something that... I, I, I'm not against having it in there. I don't want it to become the prevalent like if it's not that it's not country there's definitely i like the kind of um rubber band kind of thing in the history of the music genre where it's you have what everybody considers country music the traditional country music and then they, we get into this it's like that with most genres of music As I've learned, as I learned about in my American popular music genre class, is there's, it's like a rubber band scenario where you'll have, you have kind of like, this is, this is, this grounds the genre. This is what makes it that. And then people kind of like experiment here and then, but then eventually it'll snap back. And come back to being it's it's a cycle like alan jackson and randy travis and all of them kind of brought back the kind of traditional sound of country music after bakersfield versus uh the nashville was it the nashville sound i don't remember Rough hand here now i'm just kind of rambling about it but it's it's kind of the yes there is the the traditional sound of country music but i do i do like having experimentation in country music which is why i don't Dislike things such as Old Town Road.
1: I just sometimes I think they take the experimentation a little too far.
0: I mean, that's when that's how and, you, how else are you gonna find out that it doesn't work for sure?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say that it uh it makes my ears bleed, but that's a little
0: <laughs> that's a little bit too much. That's a little bit on the exaggeration <laughs> side, but like no, for sure. All I all I gotta say is since that's kind of. <laughs> This is kind of our, let's talk about Old Town Road and get it out of our system, since it's a thing that's in now. But I'm super glad that despite that song being stuck in my head, I was able to, like, get it out and eventually had, like, I had Chris Stapleton's Millionaire stuck in my head for a little bit earlier. And then I really had Amarillo by Morning was... The Chris, one that I was like
1: Chris Stapleton man oh that's that's a newer artist that I really really like oh yeah we I really really like Chris Stapleton
0: like I mentioned earlier we bought, I definitely have all his albums and uh shout out to our our local brewery the Cedar Springs Brewery fantastic place fantastic drinks fantastic food we are in no way sponsored yeah, by we the Cedar are not Springs. sponsored by them we just we, we we like them a lot but they have um a selective kind of uh library of music that they play um that for the most part is chosen because it somehow kind of thematically fits the idea so the the brewery is kind of like a german based brewery so there's there's definitely some like bohemian polka kind of music that plays on occasion but like for the longest he only recently just updated music and because i heard a couple songs off chris's new album on there and then even, like, there was, like, an All-American Rejects song that played. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But for the longest time, in several years of going there, the songs that I would hear the most frequently there were songs from Chris Stapleton's Traveler. And now now a lot of what I'm hearing is stuff from his newer albums.
1: You know, if somebody made, like, a Western-themed bar
0: around here, you could make a killing. You say that. We literally just had two bars closed called the Gun Tavern, and the Roundup, yeah, but they were
1: like—I mean, they weren't like like they, they, they
0: themed, but their names were, were themed after Western.
1: They were they were pretty
0: divey. <laughs> they yeah, were, they're were definitely they divey. Pretty divey. I actually never went into the Roundup, but I I had been to the Gun Tavern, and it they, was they were pretty. It divey. was definitely a dive. But like, I mean, we live we live on the cusp of what I love about where we live is that we live in like the, the we're we're on the edge of both suburban city and rural country we're kind of <laughs> you <we're>, you do <laughs> well you i meant like okay, so the town that we yeah. live in even though you live out in the boondies from the, the town you're tricks. you're out you're out in the 10 minutes away Kind of deal where it is the countryside. You're you're kind of the example of going to ten minutes away and you're in the country, but also ten minutes away and you're like in a fairly big city. I mean, not super big city, but it's Rockford. So I mean, like that's well, fifteen mid- minutes. Mid-sized. You're
1: fifteen minutes away from big city.
0: Mm, Twenty minutes away from 20, Grand Rapids. Twenty minutes 20, away from 25. Grand Rapids. Twenty Twenty minutes south, you're in Gr. Twenty minutes north, you're in like Pearson Howard City.
1: Well, it's. I mean technically 15 if you go fast enough. <laughs> yeah, if you go fast enough.
0: Which I mean, going north I think is more likely than going south because traffic is usually going to get less going north than going south. But that's what I love about where we live is it's I have fairly quick access to what I need from a city, but I also am not close enough to like hate where I live because I live too close to the city. I wouldn't I would not like to live in the city. I like living I mean I live I live in town, so it's basically kind of suburbia, but it's it's close enough to rural... Like, I, I'm at the edge of town currently where I live, and so I'm literally, like, five minutes away from actual countryside if I just go due east.
1: I live in a small... I live in, like, a... a you live a, in a swamp. <laughs> I live in a... I live in a swamp! What are you, you doing in my swamp? swamp? No, I live in a... Like, it used to be a town, it was a little town called Harvard, so we have... I ga- didn't
0: realize it was actually like, a yeah, town. Yeah, it
1: used to be, it was an old railroad town. Oh, it makes sense. Um. So we have a gas station, a party store, and a tavern. Oh, and, and a place to get your hair cut, and a tavern. And I live right next to the tavern. That tavern is, like, every country song that talks about a honky-tonk out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Oh, so that's that.
1: That, that is... No, that is I the I Harvard Tavern. That, that is the Harvard Tavern.
0: So the title of the podcast makes more sense to people. And please don't like creep on us because that's kind of weird. But uh, who's gonna so, actually want to creep on us? We're I re- don't. I don't know. We're we're so small, but we live. So I mean, he like he said, he lives out in the Boondies in a former kind of town that's just become part of the overarching countryside of a township. But. We're Like, we were recording this in town, and we basically both live in, in the city of Cedar Springs, and so that's kind of where the Cedar, gets the name for Cedar Country, is where I got the idea for the name of the podcast, because it's, we're talking about country music from uh, our kind of field of observation here in the Why didn't small we call town. it the Cedar Tucky? Because it's too on the nose and too, <laughs> too jokey. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go for the, <laughs> that's... That's us because that's what people from like East Grand Rapids call us when they come to play football against our high school football team, kind of deal. Plus, I like to, I like the sound of Cedar Country because I mean, I mean, it's referring to cedar trees too. So, but it, it worked out. It had nice alliteration to it because it's a country music podcast, and I mean, it doesn't. Obviously, it's this versus sound, but now we're getting off a real tangent. Thanks, Ray.
1: Well, I I, let do, 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 do. <laughs> I thought that was a poignant question.
0: Uh anyways, I I guess we've pretty much covered all the ground we wanted to. We've introduced who we are. You get get kind of a feel of what we like as far as country music and some of our thoughts so i guess now's the time that we get ready to say goodbye farewell that wasn't even a country song i don't it was just i had it felt like a good time to burst into a sing-along thing i guess but anyways don't, so do, that. don't, <laughs> don't do that don't do that <laughs> please, please don't do that uh but anyways so uh before we get going so a couple things so i don't know how easy it'll be find it but we there i have created a youtube account uh but i don't remember exactly how to get to those I'll probably post about those on social media. Um but the ideas of those is that for every one of our episodes, I plan to curate a playlist that kind of includes the music that we talk about. More specifically when we talk about specific songs than artists, but I'll probably include some of those as well. But then also there are going to be playlists of like kind of kind of a more in-depth like you can actually listen to the music that like we like. So a curated playlist of this is country music that ray likes so this is country music that rj likes but then you can also find us on social media obviously the podcast has social media accounts um our twitter account which is where you can primarily find information uh, is uh cedar country uh, and that's at cedar underscore country c-e-d-a-r underscore c-o-u-n-t-r-y on instagram there is no underscore it's just c-e-d-a-r-c-o-u-n-t-r-y if you'd like to check out our other podcast, that one is called realms and nerds. The "and" is an ampersand. So that weird little squiggle thing. I'm sure that you can find it through our Twitter account. You can find that Twitter account. Uh, if not, that's at realms nerds. Uh, that's where we do D and D. And then we also have our own personal social media accounts. Uh, my handle on my Instagram and my Twitter is the RJ more And then raise,
1: uh, you can find me at, uh, At Hunter underscore subclass on on the Twitter.
0: On the tweets. On the tweeter. So anyways, I've been RJ.
1: And I'm Ray. And I think it's about time that we head off into the sunset.